The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Back to Old Teen Show. I'm Brandon, and this is my classmate Jessica. Hey. Hello. This edition of Old Teen Show covers the first and only season of the short-lived 1992 show The Heights, the story of a local rock band of 20-somethings called The Heights, living in a suburb called The Heights. The show is called The Heights. Today we are discussing the sixth episode, Fear of Heights. Or as I might like to say, I know what the B in Betty B stands for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica, what's going on with the Heights this week? The group is visited by an old friend and classmate who is now a successful musician. Dizzy aims to tell Jody's mother the big news. All right. I didn't pick up the director name. It's not listed on IMDb. So it's written by Eric Roth and Tony Spiridakis. I have to say, before we diss the characters stuff... This episode has freaking Jill Shulin in it playing Betty B. I am a huge fan of hers. <laughs> so I was very excited. I was like, oh, shit. She's in the, she's in the Heights? Like, I, I missed this. Um, she was in... She's a big uh, final girl horror person. So she was in, like, the, the original Stepfather, Cutting Class, which is, like, Brad Pitt's first film, uh, The Curse 2, uh, Popcorn, uh, the Robert England Phantom of the Opera, and she also did that Babes in Toyland TV movie with Keanu Reeves. And this was uh, right uh, the year before she did When a Stranger Calls Back, the sequel to When a Stranger Calls. So I was pretty stoked right away when I was like, oh, it's, I know that raspy voice. So I was big. Do you know who Jill Shulin is, or was she a? Uh, I'm sure if I saw her in the movie, I, I didn't know her name though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, she was great. Yeah. It makes sense. She is a good actress. Yeah, she, she was fantastic. I believe <laughs> things she said in this episode uh, and things she sang. Mm-hmm. This was during her short hair phase. She normally like the '80s. She had her hair like longer, and then she had shorter hair for like when a stranger calls back and stuff. So, but I don't think she didn't act anymore. She retired from acting. And I have, uh, I was geeked out like, uh, Jimmy O, um, who guests on this podcast here and there. Um, he was telling me one time he went on like some sort of, I think it was him. I think it was him, but he like went on some like sort of camping trip with some friends and they brought a friend along. It's like, why do I know this fucking person? Why it was Jill Shulin, um, was on the camping trip, but oh, wow. so, so he's like, yeah, I know her. I was like, shut up, Jimmy. Shut up. <laughs> so, but yeah, so. Yeah, that was a funny story. But yeah, Betty, uh, who was a shy, nerdy girl from school, is now a famous musician. You guys should have been hanging out with her, the Heights, I guess. I still didn't understand that part. I'm like, so you all were classmates, but one person just randomly did her own thing and got discovered Yeah, and went after it? Was she older? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I think. Same age, more backstory. Don't act like, like we already know. They wanted to hey, say, Hey, somebody they knew that got famous is coming to town, but they're not 
good friends with her, but good enough that that person would look them up when they came back to town, but not yet try to help them out musically. I, right. It's an interesting thing they're trying to weave here. But she was successful enough to have two albums. Mm-hmm. So she was so successful that during the second album, which is how it typically goes, you know, the producers are trying to change her. Yeah. Change her image, change her look, change her voice. We want her to sell out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, so they have this rehearsal. Of course, JT, JT's like trying to hit on Betty when she comes and show off and shit. And uh, he's like overdoing it. And probably like, oh my gosh. They're like, all making fun of him now. Like, yeah. Hey, what are you doing? They're like, Is he going to wear a vest? Oh, five bucks. He wears the vest. $10. He's going to try to hook up yep. with Betty. So funny. He's wearing his vest. He's trying. Yeah. Solo. Funny Talk enough. Funny enough. This is my favorite JT episode we've had so far. Like, <laughs> it's because they like they clown him. He's ridiculous. And then he he has he has a decent moment later on. But um Betty does come to the rehearsal and she is wearing like the most super 90s hat. Like it looks like the Nintendo 64 logo, like colors and shit. <laughs> yes. I was like, what in the world is that? Um, but she uh, plays with them. It's a song by Alex called Joanne. Yeah. Did you like that song? Or it was, did you... it was better than a song for dad. It was. Uh, I don't like when people are like, hey, you guys, because like when uh, Betty's like, go ahead and start playing. I'll just, I'll just catch up. Yeah. This isn't like you hear chords and you know what chords to play. <clears throat> All of a sudden, she just knew the words to the song. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, okay. You heard him say three lines, and now you know the entire song. Yeah. I don't like that part. Right. Yeah. But she did take out, yeah, JD's guitar, and he's like, hey, man. She's like, uh, I think I can handle it or whatever. She's yeah. sassy. She's sassy. She put JT in his place, but then she's like, oh, who wrote this? Who wrote this great song? Who is so this I can boy? steal it. Yeah, and, th- and then she takes her, li- her limo to drop them all off at home, and but like... Alex is left with her alone. Like they drop Rita off. And it's like, I'll yeah. drop Alex. And uh, like, he's like a fanboy of her somewhat. Cause he's talking about um, stuff and like um, Betty. Snuck then... into one of her concerts at one point, I guess. Right. Yeah. He really was moved by the music. Right. Yeah. The, Did it's hitting on her, dude? Yeah. Also, Rita, are you an idiot? Who leaves their boyfriend alone with like a former an best untrusted friend? former best friend? A yeah, famous now famous. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and they have this moment in the the limo where she's like, "I liked your song. I want to work on. It. Let's play around on some songs together, but let's not tell Rita about it until they come up with something good." And I think with that, the way they play this, like this little like let's keep a secret thing is very much like an adult man who's like a pedophile talking to a child about <laughs> yeah. a secret i'm like it's, it's like like this oh, is like dirty. she's talking to alex like he's like six it's like we don't tell, we don't tell mommy okay like we're into some music it was like it was a little like way mm. over here mm. he ain't dumb girl code first off you need you do not sneak around your girlfriend's back to hang out with her friend. I don't mm-hmm. care what it's for. I don't care if you're planning her surprise birthday party. There needs to be another witness. Yeah. Especially again that she's famous and has a limo and right, right. Isn't trustworthy, probably. It just seems yeah. weird. 
Yeah. Like their whole whatever happened anyway. Because she must have went off, got famous, and then just pieced out and didn't care about him. And- yeah. Well, I mean, right away, like he goes to her fancy loft apartment and Rita and Jody want to go surprise Betty there, but they can't get by the at the lobby. And so they go to a payphone to call, but then they see uh, Betty and Alex leaving. And they're like, ooh. Because she like puts her hand mm-hmm. on his back. It's like, Which uh-oh. They wouldn't like let her know or like let him up in the lobby of the hotel. But when you call and go, Betty B, please, like, here you go. Like, right. okay. So <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Whatever. That's continuity stuff. That's fine. Yeah. It's that the story matter. doesn't matter. Anyway, we have an hour. Yeah. We have 40 minutes to tell this. Come, so come on. <laughs> yeah. This hoe walking around with Alex now. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like Alex comes to band practice the next day and um, she's like, I'm not, Rhea's like, I'm not feeling well. Bye. Well, Alex lied to her. He's like, I'm going to be at home writing. So she's like, okay. Right. She caught him red-handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, But Rita then talks to, of course, Hope and Jody about it. Uh, I think at the thrift store, was it? Or en route to the thrift store. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then they they have an interesting conversation that I'm surprised the show brought up. And it was pretty smart that, like, we all don't know this Alex guy that well. Like, he's new in town. Like, He's kind of a mystery. So like, wait, yeah. while you're like, hey, screw this girl. Like, we don't know this guy that well either. So that is true. Like they know Betty better than they know Alex. Like that's the mm-hmm. thing. So it's an interesting props to the writer for bringing that portion up and adding that to to Rita's drama. Um, and then uh, Alex, Betty, they keep doing a song for the manager. But like Alex is like, cold feet about it all and then rita calls betty to come like talk about things and they have like a coffee together at a place they used to hang out and he tells her that uh she feels a connection and uh fabricates some story about alex saying now how do you feel about betty yeah and when betty was telling us i'm like did i misread the previous scene like it wasn't clear i thought i missed something in the previous scene the whole time i was getting like this like it was almost like a Dawson's Creek vibe of um, I'm going to make you feel insecure compared to me because mm-hmm. I'm more famous. So if I tell you something, mm-hmm. you're going to believe me. And obviously he was into me. It's a very big deal. He yeah. probably likes me more. I'm sorry. We couldn't help it. So you should just let him go. Yeah. And she said, like, even I don't I think he's in for stuff bigger than me, even like I think you should let him have this opportunity. Like uh, and Rita, Rita has the great. Oh, gosh. I was like the delivery and the written line of like, both of you are treating me like dirt. I was like, (laughs) really? Is that, that's, that's what you, you, yeah. Not an improv expert that Rita. Um, It's very disrespectful of them. Yeah. And she, she plays her um, sax at practice to, and Alex shows up and she says she talked to Betty and she gets in his face about it. And like, he, I'll give him some, like he should have talked to her a bit, but he bolts. And goes like right to Betty and is like, the fuck you doing? And he's like, I like the heights. And she's screwing up his relationship, her relationship with Rita, most of all. And like, he's like, cause he's like, you don't know me. He's like, I'm cool here. Like, this is what I want. Like, you know, so like, <laughs> so if they ever got big, Alex would probably leave the band, probably. Um, <laughs> he's also like, wait, was I really going to get a lot of money and be famous? Make Ooh. his uh, make his royalties off. How do you talk to an angel once it hits a right. thing? Um, Does he know that they're using this as the theme song? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And the, there is a little funny scene in between here with Hope and JT where they're having coffee. And he's like, well, I'm glad I'm not Alex. <laughs> 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 and I was like, all right, JT. I laughed. I laughed. And then he had, there's a, this is a good conversation I think the show should have more of. He talked, him and Hope have a conversation about wondering if their band has a chance at anything and talk about right. the music because that's what you have over other teen shows. You're a show about a band and I don't feel we have enough conversations about the band and the music. And I feel like they, they sprinkle them around other teen dramas and like, well, we'll toss the background of a music thing in there, but they don't have like, like, cause these are, these people got to be like band music geeks. They got to have idols. They got to have these conversations. They got to like put things like I'm more interested in that. I get it's a teen drama show, but you can circulate it around that a lot more in this conversation right here. I like, I'm like, okay. And it's got to be fucking JT, but I like hope. So I guess that, that right. uh balances but like yeah this is the conversations i'm like yeah th this is this is the show right here like do we have a chance like it's been you know so many weeks but yeah um uh, so yeah betty also is like okay rita uh so uh there's nothing going on here and uh she she wanted to be there and then we got get this great line you've got so much here in the heights rita <laughs> <laughs> oh she's jealous of her now mm -hmm. oh, money doesn't buy happiness right um the background of this episode there's a subplot there's a b plot to it of um jody and dizzy trying to tell her mom that she's pregnant and they go through different things where they are like, well, we want to help. They're like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We want to get you out to vote mm -hmm. or help you get. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, the dad is kind of fun. Knows. I like yeah. the little run around. Yeah. And, and I like that Jody's dad is really nice. And mm -hmm. he, kn he knows. Jody's got the parents, I guess. The, right. For the show. Like, the, yeah. Rita's parents are just kind of bad actors and exposition machines. But there's a real heart to Jody's parents. Um, and the mom knew and she's like, I'm glad what you told me. And then she's like, goes in like the back room. It's like, fuck, God damn it. Like, it is funny. Cause if you're like a girl and here she is like probably at least two or three months mm -hmm. and maybe further along pregnant. It's like, do you really think you're hiding it from your mom? And she doesn't know she lives with you. Right. She's yeah. like, yeah, I've known. I've noticed the morning sickness. My husband hasn't been able to sleep for a month. Yeah. Y'all knew. No one's talked to me about it. That's fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. It was not fine. She was, yeah. You don't betray mama. No. No betrayal of the Be mama. Be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, so good. And the, it all wraps up with uh, the Alex-led song. It's like something about I'm afraid of fading away or something like that. I could not find a listing for this song. Um, the only thing I noticed was that uh, when they were kind of writing this together, it was Alex and Betty, right? Right. And Betty's like, Oh yeah, and get some harmonica. I think it was Betty that was saying, and some add some harmonica in there, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then we see Rita playing the harmonica during this song. I don't know why. Maybe she I was like, oh. I got a big chuckle Bye. because the first time he says, uh, like, I'm afraid of fading away, Betty literally fades away on screen <laughs> in the music video. Like, cause she's they're showing like the black and white. You know how they oh, try yeah. to music oh, yeah. video. Betty fades away. As he says it, I was like, oh my. I was like, that was, oh, the chef's kiss. Like, right? That's that's what they say. Um, 
Oh my gosh. That was, it was just brilliant. Um, and then Alex, he's open with Rita and says shit. And she says to remember that besides, besides it all, that they're friends and they need to talk through things. So they have a nice conversation. Mm-hmm. And it, everyone's happy. I think there's no drama mm-hmm. left. There's yeah. some people that didn't really make a appearance. They were kind of there, maybe in the background, but mm-hmm. yeah, Alex, did we hear from Lenny and Stan at all? I can't even think what they did in this episode. Just background and band practice. Yeah. And I think Lenny had a chat with uh, Dizzy about telling the mom about the pregnancy. Oh yeah. There was that. Yeah. Cause Lenny, they always got to fit Lenny in there. Like he is, he's there. Um, but yeah, Alex, um, and Rita, Alex learned how to talk to a Rita in this episode, I guess. <laughs> and Rita kept a star from not falling. I, I uh, propelling to uh, a faded away. Feature? There we go. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, all it was right. a good episode, though. Yeah. It was a good one. It was solid. It was solid. Yeah, I'll give it that. It had some, it had some unintentional laughs. It had a, some decent combos in there. Um, great guest star. Uh, songs were all right. Uh, so, I'll, I'll, yeah, this is this is up there. Not like we've had greatness in any of these yet, but this is fine. Uh, all right, but this gig is over. Till next time, we play Jessica. Where can people keep up with you? Over on Twitter at Jay and Allsman. Instagram is at Jessica Allsman. And you can check out the Bob and Tom show. I hang out over there uh, on Wednesdays weekly. Right. How about you, Brandon? Where are you at? Well, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. My written work, that's at whysoblue.com. And there's more from the Brandon Peters show this week. But until then. Hmm. Brandon, mm-hmm. how do you talk to an angel? All right. Well. You uh, you go outside. Uh, you look up. You see like the maybe the moon's outside, so it's nighttime when I'm going outside, mm-hmm. and see like these twinkling things up there. I grab I grab my superpowered net, and if one of them falls, which it surely will, I grab it and I pull it up, take it out, and look at it, and I toss it back up into the sky to see the stars. <laughs> just like I would if uh, an angel wanted to have a conversation with me. (laughs) Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetersshow.com. show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. <laughs>